Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Russi. Ken, how are you, man? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. I'm not going to lie to you. I almost forgot about the intro. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, this is mine. This is mine now. It's all mine. <laughs> I remember Nobody can the very it. last second. Nobody nope. can have it but you. <laughs> nope, just me, man. Just me. Oh, man. I precious. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's all mine. I'm glad I remember, too. I was, I drove blank for a second, and I was like, nope, this is mine now. I got it. I got it. And I did that. Nailed it. Perfect execution. <laughs> Flawless victory. Yeah. That's what the show's all about, baby. This one, though, it's going to be about the gift of games, my friend. I, I don't know how you want me to respond to that, but <laughs> I'll just sit here and, and take any presents you want to bestow. <laughs> yeah, man. Giving out gifts today. The gift of our voices to your ears and the gift of holiday cheer. <laughs> to people we hold dear. Yes. All right, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> rhyming stuff. <laughs> hey, it is the perfect time to be Dr. Seussian. You're right, it that's is. How we right. It's true, true, true. Oh, man. All right, so let's go ahead and dive right in, man. So, you know, during the holidays in particular, Christmas, uh, that sort of stuff, but and any of the other holidays that people celebrate, you give you give gifts and you receive gifts. Uh, for us, since we're gamers and everything, you know, one of the gifts that we like to receive, you guessed it, <laughs> video games. <laughs> oh, I, I thought he was going to say something like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or Pepsi or Mountain Dew, you know, one of those things I thought was going to be your answer. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind receiving any of those either, however. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind. Uh, I mean, I've, I've I've talked about this before on earlier podcasts, but I don't do that stuff no more. That's true. Good for you, friend. <laughs> Thank you. The rest of us, the rest well, of us will, will try to uh, enjoy our uh, time with Mountain Dews and such. Yeah, quick update, but I did weigh myself this morning, and I'm at... 210 pounds. Nice, man. Nice. That's what's up. Congratulations. Yeah, and as a reminder, in March, uh, I started at 259 pounds. Wow. That's impressive. Yes. I'm happy for you. I've dropped a small dog. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Yeah, you got it, man. You got it. I'm so proud of you. But, um, yeah, man. So let's go ahead and, uh, again, it's a season for giving and such. So let's go ahead and talk about it, man. So I'm so, gifting uh, you the start. <laughs> gifting me the start? That's fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. So one of my favorite video game gifts that I have received was my first ever video game console as a as a young child. Okay. That was the Super Nintendo. Don't remember what year it was, but Super Nintendo. And one of the first games was Killer Instinct. North. And man, that game was hard. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I spoke about it before in the podcast, but man, that game is hard. The arcade, because it was made for arcades. So, right. yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. that one. Super hard, right? because they expected you to keep popping in coins. Right, exactly. But you weren't popping in coins this one, just popping in time and getting angry. <laughs> right. I remember. I, be, I believe. I don't. Know if we, I don't know if we still have it or not somewhere. But my dad had had the whole thing uh, recorded on, on home video. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, watching it from time to time, and I would always see myself talking to the game and, you know, talking smack, clapbacks and such, you know, <laughs> to the characters or whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. We, we might need to. Talk to Mama Reed and see if we can find that video for everyone. <laughs> I I hope it's I hope it's not somewhere easily accessible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny like, when you get on camera, you always do something, find yourself doing something really dumb. Yeah. Mostly because you don't know you're on camera half the time. Either which that, is, or you're really you're trying too hard to do something on camera. Or that, and you must be more. <laughs> One of the yep. two, right? Yep. That's usually what happens with me. But I'm back from the age when, you know, cameras now, they can start recording there on your phone. You don't even know you're being recorded. You know, my age was there was this huge thing that had to rest on your shoulder because you needed <laughs> like a VHS tape to go into it. <laughs> and people that don't yeah, know what yeah, that yeah. is, it's what we used to put our movies on. The big ass yeah, right? brick that you put in a thing called a VCR. And it would and play our movies. Rewind the... Yes. And back then, places used to rent them, and they put stickers on that would say, Be Kind, Rewind. Yeah, man. I remember VCRs. Because nobody wanted to rewind their movie, because they had to wait for it to rewind. Yeah, yeah, right? Why would you do that? You just put it in the box and get back, there you go. Yep. Last time. Well, what about you, man? You know... My favorite gift was, um, it was the Nintendo GameCube, actually. Oh. It it came out uh, that year in November, and I heavily hinted, you know, like, I want this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, during that time, um, it went out of stock, like you couldn't find it anywhere. And so I was super bummed out. And uh, Christmas came and gone, and I didn't have it. And then my birthday, which is shortly after Christmas, it's it's actually January 4th. So it's like a week, two weeks after Christmas. Right. And um, usually this is what happens. <laughs> Either I have a great Christmas and a terrible birthday, or a terrible Christmas and a great birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way my family did it like either they saved all the good presents for my birthday or they gave me all the good presents for Christmas right 
But anyways, back to the story. And so Christmas had come and gone. You know, you couldn't find a GameCube because there wasn't a whole lot around. And it was my birthday. And they gave me this. They gave me a box. And it was, you know, a good five feet long. Like, you know, I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it's it's huge. It's not just like a short box. Like the GameCube box is like a foot by a foot. You know, it, it's it's a little a square box. Not, yeah. not big at all. But they gave me this huge box that was like twice my length. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what is this? So I open it. And of course it's a box and I open it and there's a GameCube. And it was the only thing I wanted that year. And I was so excited. I honestly, I think I cried a little bit because I was I was so happy <laughs> uh, that year. Because that, that came out in like 2001? 2000? I think it came out in 2000. So I was still just a, a wee lad then. <laughs> yeah. Like I wasn't working or anything. I couldn't afford uh, the moolahs if I recall. Right. So it was that was honestly my my favorite uh gift that I've ever been given. Favorite game or console whatever. Nice, man. Like so it's, what's up? it's it's what I always go to like that's my happy place that moment in time. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's really cool. I remember um back to the uh back to the uh Super Nintendo gift. Mm-hmm. I remember wanting the Nintendo 64. Right. But didn't get that and got the SNES instead. So I missed out on a lot of those uh, games that people are so fond of, like Zelda and that sort of stuff, just because I didn't own the system. So I couldn't play those games. And uh, I, I always, I always, not always, but I sometimes, I sometimes get flack for that because I don't, I don't have those experiences, but it's okay. Because I have the experiences of prior things, like... Like Madden ninety uh <laughs> ninety ninety two. Yeah. And and that Star Wars game that was super hard. Yeah. Well that's I I mean, I love the Super Nintendo, so you know, I feel like if you gave me a Super Nintendo or Nintendo sixty four, I'm going with the Super Nintendo. Right. There's a lot I I love that thing though, man. I really did. Yeah, there's a lot funner games. I mean Think about it this way too. How many Nintendo 64 games have been ported onto future hardware versus how many Super Nintendo games have been ported onto future hardware? You're right about that. Like, That's fair. like that should tell you how many games, or how great of a system, I should say, how great of a system that is because of the games that was on it. Yeah, right. And, and you know, even though I didn't get to play the games, you know, like. Metroid and you know some some of the other ones mm-hmm. because either a either a I wasn't allowed or b I wasn't into those kinds of games at that point in my life, um, you know doesn't reflect on the I guess importance that that system had in my life because that's what really got me into video games. So that one for me always holds a special place in my heart whenever I talk about video games and how I got started and that sort of stuff. Right. So that one always holds a fond memory for me. Uh, one of the favorite gifts that I've given was a... It was a few years ago. 
I I was buying a PlayStation a PS3, I believe. But my I went out with I went out with 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 my mom, and she's like, "Hey, we're gonna buy a PlayStation." I was like, "Okay, cool. Who are we buying it for?" She's like, "Oh, we're buying it for uh someone." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." She did something. Oh, so we bought it, and come to find out later down the road that we bought it for my godbrother, and for me that was really cool knowing that I helped out uh with that investment and buying that for mm-hmm. him because you know. Uh, me and him are we're sort of we're, we're close enough to where you know you had that good relationship so for me that was a big deal to be able to do that for him and help him out right. back back when he was a right. he was still a he was like a, a kid somewhat so yeah right is he not a kid no more nah nah he's older he's i want to say he's like 18 now oh so he's not a grizzly old man yet <laughs> nope not yet not yet but he's growing up man i'll tell you it's wild Nice. You know, um, that's a that's a good memory. I I can't really think of any one particular time that um, sparks a memory. But what what does come is that I would always buy a video game for my dad. Like that was kind of our thing. Like a new right. game would come out. Um, and I would want to play it, but I would buy it for him and go here, play it. Tell me if it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll play it after you. And I think that's why a lot of my collection, I, I've never beaten because I bought it for him and, you know, he would play it and he would usually tell me, Oh, that was really fun. You should play it. And I'd be like, Oh, all right, I'll play it. And then I never get around to it. <laughs> yeah because I was so busy, but I did that a lot. Like, we would go into the game store together to pick him out a game, and it was so funny, because he would always, he would look at a box, and he would look at the title and the cover art, and he would go, oh, this looks fun. And, like, (laughs) you're not even looking at the back. You're not reading what it's about. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, like, why are you, you're just, like, oh, man. And so... Um, that was always my favorite and you know I always find it easier like if somebody says that they want a game or a console or whatever you know I'm always like more apt to be like oh like maybe I can make this happen like how can I yeah. do this you know like if somebody says they're hungry and starving I'm like get a job you bum but if somebody's <laughs> like man I wish I had a switch I'd be like is there a way I can buy them a switch <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know why, but I do get enjoyment from buying video games or consoles or whatever for other people. Like, it's it's just something that really tickles my soul, for lack of a better word. And, you know, it, it's funny you say that because I feel like it's uh, one of those things where it's really, it's it feels rewarding, I guess, to give somebody the chance to get into a hobby that you yourself are really into. Right. Almost like we're going, hey, the first one's free. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> come, come, the house. come join our addiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because while it is an expensive hobby, it's really fun. Right. Well, I mean, there are more expensive hobbies, so I'm not yeah. going to complain. 
but right and you could be onto something that it's we get such enjoyment out of it that we're wanting to share that enjoyment right and so by buying them a game or a gift or console that is in line with that it fills us with joy yeah right exactly because then you know they'll come back to you later down the road whether it's a month or two whatever and you know if they like it they'll you know they'll thank you for it and you know tell you stories about their experience with the game with the console or whatever and it fills you with so much joy and happiness you're like i'm glad i did that i'm glad i could do this this person to make and make their make their life a little better with this yep I have to agree. Yeah, heck yeah. So I know another one of my favorite gifts that I received was from myself. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Mass Effect. Did no one surprise, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I told the story a while ago, I believe, but I'll just tell the, the short version here. I had picked it up in a bargain bin for, for my birthday. It didn't have a lot of money. So I was like, I want to buy a game for my birthday. Let me go and pick this up. And I went through, went through the, went through the bin. I was like, Mass Effect, what is this? Picked it up. Oh, it's this is this looks pretty cool. Let me check this out. And that really got me into Mass Effect and the Bioware games in general from that point on. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's it was such a great thing. The universe and the lore around around in the mass effect franchise right is one of my favorites so i mean you know being able to experience that for the first time and going on onward with it from there now now to this day i can't tell you how many times i've beaten mass effects uh one two and three too many some would yeah so getting into that universe for the first time and going through it and beating it twice, some would say, is enough. But again, three, four, five times now, and it's like, okay, you you like this game a lot, don't you? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Because yeah. I mean, there's still things that I haven't seen, yeah. and I'm still finding new things when I'm playing through it again. Yeah, and Mass Effect has that ability because you can change the course of the game by picking. A different story or just by picking a different gender yeah so I, I could see why if you loved it that much why you would continue to play it you know yeah it, it um it, it it seems like there's there's so many different things you can do in the game like you were saying as far as picking different choices or even right. the gender of the character in general that you know does have an effect to some degree and it's just like, you know, going back and still finding new stuff just makes it worth playing to see all the different outcomes for the different quests and how people react to you and things like that. And even watching one of my one of my uh, good friends Ashley play it on on stream, I saw we both saw stuff that we didn't see before. So it's fun to experience those moments with others as well. And talk about them. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really... Like I said, uh, I'm probably too old. But I just don't <laughs> remember really any more gifts I've ever really received or given. 
that were like my favorite. I do remember that the the very next year after I received my GameCube, I received an Xbox. And that was more like a, okay, I will take it. (laughs) I did not want it. (laughs) Like, that's weird that you guys decided to get it for me, but... Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the case. I, I never wanted an Xbox. I thought the controllers were too big, mm-hmm. too wonky, and there wasn't any games on there that I wanted. But my family the original bought Xbox? me one. Yeah. But my family bought me one, and I've had one ever since. Yeah. It's a good time, though. I, I remember having an Xbox because I had both. As I got older, I eventually had both systems, the PS2 and the Xbox so, um, so yeah, I mean, I feel that I was always a both kind of person, never had an allegiance to one over the other, because yeah. I liked games on both of the systems, you know, as I got older, I started to get more into like Halo and things like that. And even then, even then it was still a stretch for me to be able to play those games. Yeah. Um, but you know, hey. I do remember that, um, my brother and I we both end up having Xboxes and we ran a cable from one room to the other <laughs> so that we could play Halo. I think we had, I think it was actually Halo 2 is what we was playing um, because that's the one that supported that. And so we would do that. We would land up and, and play yeah. with each other. And that was mm-hmm. fun times. Yeah, it was really fun. Because, I mean, and me, me and my brother, luckily, lived, lived in the same house for a good little bit. We would just play split screen for hours. Yeah feel that mm-hmm. but yeah i mean there wasn't really anything else honestly like i had a playstation 2 and halo was the only thing really on the xbox i enjoyed right. i did get the grabbed by the ghoulies bundle <laughs> and so i played that game uh for some time but there yeah there wasn't really anything on there like even now thinking about it there isn't really anything on my xbox that i super loved suppose i could look at my list right and see yeah yeah i'm sure there's something on there that you probably forgot about well i have 52 games on it for it i should say um yeah and i mean looking at the games that i have like the only game on here that i super loved and that was shenmue 2 yeah and see i missed out on that one as you know already (laughs) yeah I mean, with the rest of them, either I didn't play them or they were available on multiple consoles. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, because now, now, like, I I don't currently currently have a PS4, but when I get one again, it'll be mostly for the exclusives. Right, like Spider-Man. Right, right, like Spider-Man and Horizon Zero Dawn, which I never finished. Um... But, but yeah, you know, the show. So, yeah, I'm all about the exclusives as far as that goes. Anything else, unless my friends are getting it for, you know, one platform over the other, then I'll pick or get both eventually at some point. Yeah. I mean, it, it's at the point now where you could really pick one or the other. Right, yeah, you really and, can pick one or the other. And, I mean, there are some games like the Switch and Xbox with Fortnite where you can cross-platform play. Right, exactly. You know? Now we're getting to that point where it doesn't matter what console you have, depending on the game, of course, yep. you can play with other people. 
over the over the consoles, which is really cool. Yep. I hope to see more of that as we get further along in the years. It'd be great. Sorry. Yeah. Eventually, there may only be one console because, you know, it's either a PC or a console. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, but I don't. I don't, I don't think that'll happen for a while, personally. Uh, but that's a whole. That's a whole other discussion we yeah. can have, right? <laughs> sooner, sooner than you think, I think. But yeah, I... we we shall see. I'm interested. Yeah. But I know uh, as you get older, you know, things change. <laughs> you start to uh, not get a lot of video game related gifts, and you start to get other things that you more so need versus want, uh, depending on how your family works and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, let's talk a little bit about how that's impacted us. And since okay. you, since I started the first, and I'll let you have this one, friend. So, um, I mean, as you phrased it, um, I've started to enjoy the things that I need (laughs) getting gifted them as opposed to, you know, as a kid needed socks, you know, dumb, but as an adult now, I'm like, Ooh, socks. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yes. I need those socks, please. Yeah. And honestly, I buy myself enough presents that. I don't really need presents from anyone else in my family. So I'm kind of at, at that age. Like, my wife will get me a gift or something. But yeah. I really feel like, you know, she doesn't need to. Like, I I buy me enough stuff, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel that. So that makes I, sense. I spoil myself. So I, I feel like they don't even need to. But, so yeah, so I'm more excited personally. Um getting the stuff that I need rather than the games that I want or whatever. Yeah, I feel that. And I'm more the same as well. Uh, I, buy my, I buy myself, you know, enough of these things to where I don't really have a want for any of them because I can get them myself. Right. Uh, but so there are times where, like, I'll treat myself to a thing during this time of year just because I, just cause I feel like it. But, you know, the priority first is taking care of other people. Now things have changed. Now I have a niece to take care of. So, I, you know, looking out for her, getting her things that she, that she you know, wants and or needs. Uh, that's my big thing. And then really anything else, we have a wish list among me, my mom, and my brother of yeah. things that we, that we want. And we'll, you know, we, I put it in a, in a group text earlier uh, in the week. So now I'm waiting on them to tell me what kind of things they want or need. And, you know, we'll go out and we'll get the things and, you know, Merry Christmas. There you go. (laughs) Do like an Amazon wish list. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's less about the video game related stuff. And I mean, it could still be, it could still be related to it, but it could be things like, you know, a shirt or, you know, a hoodie or something like that that's still related to it, but it's not a video game disc or, you know, whatever. Right. It could, it could be a book. It could be, you know, anything else that's yeah. within the realm of interest, but not a video game in itself. Gotcha. That's sort of where I am now. And I'm okay with that because, again, you know, lucky enough to have enough money to where sometimes I can spend it on a game for myself. <laughs> yes. 
Like Red Dead Redemption. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Such a good game. It's good. But um but yeah, man, I think uh that's it, right? We're done for the week? Sure. Sure. Unless you have <laughs> something else you wanna talk about. Um no. Nothing else. Nothing? I... Nope. Not, not even gonna... a certain Marvel game that's coming out. Wink wink nudge nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> what is it? Three. The the yes. black, the black clover, the black cloud, the black clan. Black panther. No, it's not the black <laughs> panther. The black. It's the black something like the black legion. The black. Um, well, clout. Through the power of the internet and the magic of editing. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order. The Black Order. See, I knew it was one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, coming out on um, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on April 23rd, 2019. It is coming out exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, that was the wrong thing, I think. Oh, yo, you're right. You're right. I read the wrong thing. Yeah. Yep, yep, I did. I sure read the wrong thing. You're right, you're right. You're right. I was looking at another thing that was above the thing I was looking at. So, yeah. <laughs> and if I know what it means to be exclusive, they have the first year, and then next year <laughs> will be the Xbox and the PlayStation. It's from Team Ninja. Ooh. Oh. Is it from Team Ninja? So look at that. Nice. Because I remember Raven Software did the first two. Yeah, Team Ninja's doing this one, so that's going to be interesting to see how that works. How Wait, how is Team Ninja doing it? They just got bought by uh, Microsoft, I thought. Um, or am I thinking of the different, a different team? You might be thinking of another team. I, I might be thinking of Ninja Theory. Maybe. Team Ninja I... is the guys that do Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, um, yep. Wow. I mean, this game is going to be hard as balls. <laughs> and I know you're excited about that one, friend, being a Switch fan. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just a Marvel Ultimate Alliance fan. Uh, oh, I know that too. I own both games for the Xbox, which if they'd ever become backwards compatible, you know, maybe we could play it. But right. um, <laughs> I also rebought it, and the reason why I don't think it ever will is because I rebought it on the... Um, HD collection that they did, but I bought it for the PlayStation because it was on a sale. And so that would be expensive to get PlayStation Plus and try and play that. But <laughs> um, I've never actually played the second Ultimate Alliance because I never got through the first Ultimate Alliance. And I'm one huh. of those dudes that's like, I'll buy this and once I get through the other one. Because that, that was back during my achievement hunting days. Right, right. You know, we talked about this last week, but... Right, we sure did. Yeah, during my achievement hunting days, I would try to um, get the achievies, and one of those was, like, getting all the costumes for the characters or leveling them up all the way. So I was doing a lot of that, spending a lot of time trying to get their costumes because you essentially got their extra costumes by just beating up a bunch of dudes as them. Yeah. And so that was what I that that was yeah. 
I also played the X-Men Legend games that Raven Software did, and those were really fun back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember some of those. They were pretty fun. Yeah, they were awesome. Those were the were those the side scroller beat up beat up ones? No, they play exactly like um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but they are just the X Men. Oh, okay, okay. I'm probably thinking of another series of games then. I remember there being like a bunch of X Men side scroller beat beat 'em up games. I can't remember what those were called at the moment. Marvel versus Capcom. Maybe. They, those weren't side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Those were. Yeah, yeah. They weren't. It, like it wasn't like a fighting game, but um, you know, it was sort of like. Uh, I mean, the only one that's coming to mind is Captain America and the Avengers. Might be more. I just can't think of what, what they are at the moment. <laughs> I don't remember an X-Men side-scrolling beat-em-up. I don't know. Like I said, I might be thinking of something else entirely. I. There was also a, a Spider-Man separation anxiety. That was a co-op side-scrolling beat 'em up, or Maximum Carnage, but right. that wasn't that wasn't co-op. You couldn't play with a friend. Right. I don't know. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we are man, finally done for today. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And we're out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 67 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, Ken, round of plugs, go. Yes, you can find us on Twitter. We are the R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. We always post as soon as the new episode goes live, so be sure to follow us for all the latest information. And while you're over there on Twitter, be sure to follow both me and Ken on Twitter. You can follow Ken at MacRobov. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. You can follow me on Twitter at B underscore Ron 1417. You can also follow me on Twitch at B underscore Ron 1417. I'm currently playing through Red Dead Redemption 2, and I'm having a blast. I wasn't expecting to even play it, but I'm having a good time with it so far. Almost finished the story mode. I might do some online with Variety, mix it in there when I get finished, but... We'll see how that goes. A review coming next year. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Our podcast is available on the iTunes Podcast Store, on the Google Play Music, and on the CastBox app, or on the CastBox.fm website. So if you have friends, or you change phones, or you just want to help us reach the world domination top charts... Uh, be sure to check us out. Yes, and as Ken said about the world domination part, leave us leave us reviews and give us five stars. Helps us to climb those charts to get to that world podcast domination goal that we so desperately want and need for validation in our lives. So, guys, do us a favor and come back next week. Ken, tell them why. Come back next week where we won't be talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and everyone could use a little more R&R.
real, real quick, just listeners, listeners, listen up. Close your eyes. Have a dream. Open one of your eyes. Then close it. Open the other eye. Leave that one open. And then come back next week for the show. <laughs> so the podcast is available on the iTunes podcast store, on the Google Play Music, and on the... <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? <laughs>